Okay, John, we are live. We are live. We are live. We are very alive. Hi. Hi. How, How are you doing, my good friend? Very good. Very good. And you? How are you doing? I am fantastic. I'm really excited. You've been doing a couple of webinars lately, and they've I, I've given you private messages and a couple in some of the chat groups that we're a part of, and it's just the furniture's moving. Like I, I see what's happening and like it, it just immediately things start changing. Like it, yeah. that's one of the things that is true for me is that when you actually have the answer, things immediately change. They immediately yeah. improve. And that like, it wasn't a, well, in three weeks, it'll improve. It was a, yeah. okay, holy crap. Holy crud. Then yeah. once you know, once you know, you gain control. Yeah, yes. for sure, for sure. Once you know, you gain control. And if you don't have control, it means not that only you don't know. It means that you have a lie and someone else is controlling you. Well, my apologies. No problem. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Yeah, for sure. So we've done this before. I had a lot of fun with it. You answered basically anything and everything that I had uh, at that moment. Of course, now there have been some additional things going on. We're seeing, um, you're seeing a, a lot of the states here in the US, they're starting to actually open up and there's movement. Um, mm -hmm. From your point of view, what should the timeline be towards getting the economy open up and getting back into as close to a normal as possible. What's your point of view on that? Okay, let, let's have a look at the data, okay? Let's have a look at the data. So first of all, what we know that countries that did not have quarantine, uh, like Taiwan, countries that did not close uh, the whole uh, universe, uh, did not have dramatically worse uh, situation, but they actually had a better than average situation, okay? I'm not counting Taiwan that uh, had like, I think six days out of uh, 12 million people, yes? It's amazing. Never mind. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not amazing. They just, yeah, I will not get into why, etc. It's a fact, I'm not, I'm not looking for why, okay? Good. Yeah. So number one, statistically quarantine did not help. Okay, why quarantine is not going to fix a, a virus, but I don't think that that was the intention to handle the virus by quarantine. The intention was uh, not to flood hospitals with the uh, people, but the hospitals not, were not even remotely close to being overwhelmed, not even remotely close. Specifically in Israel, uh, which where I have the actual numbers, uh, Israel had a big, whoa, everything closed, uh, the, the, like big, big, everything was under high, tight control. You're not allowed to go, you're not allowed to breathe, you're not allowed to do anything. Now, why? They basically tried to uh, uh, control the spread. They knew that it's not going to fix anything, but they want to control the spread, so the hospitals will not collapse. Why? Because there's not enough uh, breathing machines. Okay, good. So how many breathing machines there are in Israel? In Israel, there are in breathing machine, I think something around 2,000 and something. I don't remember the exact number, but I know it's around 2,000. I know that uh, every person that uh, gets uh, sick uh, will need 15 days of a breathing machine, if those people that will need it, yes? Yeah. Uh, and the amount of people that actually got sick and the amount of the machine that they actually use was something like 100 machines. Like the order of magnitude is not there, yes? It's nonsense. It's true for every one of the countries. So, so number one, I see that the problem, is the, the handling is not quarantine because the quarantine don't actually help. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. So what help? What help is to let people uh, get infected like any flu, 
and some people will die and it's normal i'm against it every person that die kills me but uh yes every person that die kills me <laughs> but uh you yes yeah yeah but it's it's really it's not good but those people that die uh people that at high risk those people need to be protected yeah yes but not shut down the whole economy yeah look if you look how much money was invested in uh, the coronavirus per country divided that by the number of people that got sick and got to hospital to be handled no one ever in history on any disease no one invested so much per one person per yeah. one sick person no one no one can invest per one sick person so much so in israel they invested i think something like 10 billion dollars this is what the coronavirus cost so if i take uh, probably a thousand people go to the hospital and needed like treatment so 10 billion divided to thousand how much is it 100 million per person or more like it's like what yeah so you say well the money is not important but it's not true because if money was not a problem then every single person will be checked every year for prostate cancer and for heart diseases and for and we'll do scans and we do all of these things which we don't know we, we don't do why we don't do because it's not viable yeah you, you, it's it's not sustainable because even let's say that we're doing it for the coronavirus for now 10 billion dollars you cannot invest another 10 billion dollars and another 10 billion dollars another 10 billion dollars while shutting the country and having no income so from where yeah it doesn't work so to do something like that that we know will not work and do not help is the definition of stupidity it's really stupid it's really stupid to do that why why will anyone do that because when people are afraid they do something stupid so when you're afraid you need to know don't make decision while you're afraid why okay. are you afraid don't make decision because when you're afraid you don't see and when you don't see you will always make the wrong decisions if you if you had the situation in your life where there was some kind of a disaster and you were afraid and you make a decision you look back and you know the decision was the wrong decision 100 percent always yeah. always no question so when people tell you look it's dangerous and dangerous i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm afraid even if the guy is the leader he's still afraid he's a human being he's yeah. afraid he's making the wrong decision don't make a decision when you're afraid the only time that no decision is better than a decision is when you're afraid otherwise any decision is better than no decision with yeah. one exception when you're afraid when you don't see so how can people stop being afraid look at the data look at the data someone tell you you need the mask nonsense nonsense you want to block a virus through the mask you touching thing virus say is the virus is all over you touching thing okay since you touch thing uh, yeah, the virus is on you since the mask is uncomfortable and you're putting it on off you want to talk you take it off you want to breathe you move it you touch it yourself you increasing the risk of getting the virus and they say no no but if you talk the 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 saliva will not go through you don't need the saliva to go through then the virus is all over it's been months the virus is here is all over and if you don't understand it you need to open your eyes the virus is here you don't need saliva to send it yeah it's here the virus is here and it's all over and it's not going to go away and it's not going to die because the corona is here and uh, just realize it and you know people live with aids people live with heart attack people live with accidents people live with all of this thing and they don't close the economy and they don't go into fear why because no one promotes that fear but if i would show you every day the bad accidents the pieces of body that flying around from accidents the families that get destroyed and, and I will give you every day, every day, every day, billion time over one month. Only how bad accident is. I promise you, no one will get into a car. Or not no one. The same amount of people that don't go out and afraid right now. Yeah. Because fear 
fear. Anyone that tells you to be afraid actually is not your friend because if someone tells you that you need to be a friend, he is afraid. So he doesn't see, or he's not afraid and he wants you to be afraid and not see. So he wants to control you, he wants to destroy you. Try. So you want to know who are your friends? Your friends are those people that tell you the hell with fear. Freedom is much more important than your health. Freedom is much more important than your health. Freedom before health. Because your immediate body is not as important as your freedom. It's not as important as your integrity. It's not as important as what's the right thing to do. Because otherwise, why will we ever go to a war? Why will we ever fight over anything? Why will we ever fight for what is right and what is wrong? Because someone will come and say, well, you know, I will kill you. And you say, okay, you know what? Take everything you want. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. It can, it can be okay if it's just your pocket, yes? But it doesn't work with some, with, with a country. It doesn't work with anything that is have, that it's unreplaceable. And what we're doing right now is we're destroying countries. We're destroying whole countries. And in my viewpoint, uh, it's, um, when I look at the data, it doesn't make sense. It's totally based on pure stupidity. Okay, so I, I follow you there, and I see that the statistics is I you've talked me about that before, and I've looked at the numbers myself, and I've seen that you're right. It, it for a very narrow group of people, this is a very deadly disease. You know, for high risk candidates, like they, there is definitely the risk of death. But for the vast majority of the population, there's nothing to be concerned with. And, and even for this high risk group of people, it's generally not so big risk. It's a small percentage if you check. Yeah. You see, what, what do you think they always promote? How many new cases there are? And they don't promote how many, what is the percentage of the people? that uh, die from the overall from the from from the overall uh, population why they don't compare how many people die from this versus how many people die from all the other diseases in the universe because this is what will give you an order of magnitude this is what will yeah. tell you is it really dangerous because if i tell you 10,000 people died is it a lot or compared to what yeah how many people half a million people die compared to what if it is compared to 200,000, it's a lot. Yeah. If it's compared to uh, 10 million people that die from going to visit the hospital, just visiting the hospital from flu, from accidents, from lightning, from suicide, from, from depression, from yeah. incorrect uh, prescriptions, these people die. The 10 to 15 million people die for no reason every year. So and then half a million die from coronavirus, which I don't think that they die from corona. That's a different story. If you've seen the corona street number four, they did not die from corona. I have zero doubt about it. When, when hospitals get paid for people that are on breathing machines, when hospitals get paid for more when someone dies from corona, there is an incentive to get money. So what's the problem? He died in any case. So he died from Corona. And yeah. when the World Health Organization tells you that it's not really important, if you think he dies from Corona, he died from Corona. Even if he has cancer and AIDS and, and he had he dies from Corona. If you don't believe, go and watch Corona's Truth number 14, my, my video, and watch the data it's, it's so, the lie is so big that it's unfathomable. Like you cannot, like what? Yes, that's what's going on. So that's the truth. I, that you actually led into another question that we kind of talked about a little bit before, but it, I think it's still something that bears repeating or bears looking at again, because I've seen class after class class after class of you, but like I said at the beginning of this, new cognitions all the time. So this idea of 
the source, like the CDC or the World Health Organization, we have a tendency, I guess, for whether it's easy or whether it's whatever, but we, we want to trust this data that we're being given because it's them. But it, it comes back to what's more important, the source or the data. Can you talk about that a little, please? Yeah, you know, in the, when Israel uh, has established the, the prime minister of Israel, his name was Ben Gurion. Everyone trusted him. Everyone loved him. He was a very powerful man. And there was this uh, lady next to him that became later on the next prime minister, or not exactly the next one, but she became the prime minister of Israel, and her, and her name was Golda Meir. And uh, when they asked her, do you trust Ben Gurion? She says, I trust him with closed eyes. But from time to time, I open one eyes just to make sure that his eyes are open. <laughs> yes. So with, the, with those organizations, with those organizations, I trust them, no problem. But then I read what they say just to make sure that their eyes are open. And when I read and I see that they say something that is if you don't have the ways how to test for coronavirus and you think that the guy died from coronavirus, then he died from coronavirus. I say, hey, come on. If I see a strong push to put a person, any person that died from anything as though he died from coronavirus, I said, I know I trust them 100%. Wonderful, good people. I don't think that they are bad people. I just think that what they wrote there is stupid. It's, it's a different point of view of you have a certainty. And one of the things you teach others is how to develop that certainty for themselves of what is right. And a lot of people have this tendency to just trust, well, that this person has a degree or this person has uh, a certificate or whatever, when if we actually just look at the information ourselves, we can analyze, we can look, we're capable of doing these things. Just read, just read, just read. If you will actually spend the time to read these 11 pages, and if you don't have the time and you feel that it's too difficult, just watch the video. I do that in half an hour and I clear everything and I, I show you what it is. And if you just read, the, the there's no conclusion. The communication is very clear. Whoever wrote that document has good English. He can communicate. He was very, he or she was very clear at what they wrote. And all I'm saying is, this is what's this is what's uh, uh, was written. Uh, there's not two ways how to understand it. Uh, it's very clear. It's black, very black and white. And anyone that will act according to that uh, instruction will bring an increase of about sixty to seventy percent of the number of deaths. So if someone told me that hundred people die from corona, probably thirty. That's the real number. Probably, maybe less. Yeah. Now, go and watch this video that I've done. Uh, Corona's Truth, number 14, Mayor Ezra. It's on YouTube, if they didn't remove it. And you will find it. You will find it. And it's very clear. There is no question about it. Yeah. The number of deaths uh, uh, worldwide, I don't believe... Uh, that it, we have the right number. I don't say how much it is, but I don't. I know for sure it's not the correct number because the instruction of the World Health Organization is uh, uh, causing people to give numbers that eventually mislead uh, the public. And uh, we spoke at Taiwan at the beginning. Taiwan is not part of the World Health Organization, so they don't count according to that system and they have only six people that die as good as they are in quarantining and in this and which they didn't do quarantine the same way but as good as they are six out of 12 million people what the virus just know that he doesn't like sushi or something what's the story there <laughs> <laughs> 
you understand? It's nonsense. Obviously, 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 there is something that do not make sense. And the something that do not make sense is that this virus is not such a bad thing. Now, by the way, those people that are at high risk, it's so easy to handle them and to reduce their risk. It's like really easy. You improve their immune system. If you know how to improve the immune system, they will not get it. They will not get it. But let's, regardless, regardless, if they are at risk, protect them by all means. Yes, all the people that, that protect them. Don't put them in quarantine, of course. The worst thing to do is to take an old age home and to put them in quarantine because this is a jail or that you, they have a death uh, warrant because they will die because you put all the people with the high risk and it's enough of one small virus will come in and you kill the whole the whole uh, society there. And that's what people did. They took all the age homes and they quarantined them, but you cannot stop a virus from coming in. Yeah, You cannot. And that's what happened. The percentage in such a situation is much higher of dead people yeah. that die from the disease because it's the wrong handling. Yeah. In such a situation, you need to spread them, not to quarantine them. Okay, so, well, I'm with you that let's, to simplify, say that this was a bit um, of an overreaction. Let, let's not go into why that was done, but if it was an overreaction, then how should we move forward now? Overreaction, yes. This is yours, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> overreaction. Destroying a whole uh, society, uh, robbing a society from its freedom, uh, creating a um, financial disaster for whole industries that it will take 10 years maybe to recover. Yeah. Uh, it's not an overreaction. It's, um, it's criminal, I think. I, I think it's criminal. I think it's really bad. I think it's not okay. And um, I don't think that uh, there is someone to blame here, uh, but, uh, but the people that agree to be afraid and to give up their freedom in two seconds because, oh, I'm afraid that something will happen to me. The problem is not the politicians. The problem is not the decision makers. The problem is we, the people. We, the people, agreed. Yeah. We, the people, agreed to be hypnotized by the TV and to believe to the insane vision and to become insane. The, the problem, I, I don't think that the, the problem is the politicians. I mean, I would expect from them for better decisions, but they really, the politician really tried to read what the general uh, viewpoint of the population, and if the general population is amendable for suggestions by the media, and the media job or the media thinks that its job is to make you afraid. And uh, if you go with that, you have a recipe of disaster. So we, the people, need to grow up and to understand the basic principles. Fear is never good. Yeah. Fear is a state of blindness. So it's never good. Anyone that sells you free fear is actually a terrorist is trying to terrorize you so you will not do what he doesn't want you to do. What terror is doing? Terror is doing, they make you afraid. They're making a whole society afraid so the, the government will give up. And the government did give up, yes? If terrorism uh, will, uh, if there will be a law that says you are not allowed to promote terrorism, not allowed to promote terrorism, Whatever happened, if when there is a, a terrorist attack or something like that, there is no one that you're not allowed to promote it. And if anyone doing that, he goes to 100 years to jail. Something like really bad because this is worse than, than killing people. To make people afraid is worse than to kill them. A whole population, not one person. Uh, and if, if this was the law, you would see that terrorism will not be here. Because who are you going to make afraid? Five people, 10 people, 15 people, a thousand people? There's no effect, it's nothing. Terrorism strive on that that everyone see. 
they have a message you will become afraid and because you're afraid you will freeze and because you will freeze you will do what i tell you and you will become stupid and you will if you are if you are smart you don't surrender you don't negotiate with terrorists with terrorists you don't negotiate with terrorists you don't negotiate with people that try to make you afraid you don't negotiate with media that try to um, that make you afraid so if the media try to make you afraid i'm not watching that media i'm turning them off and you will see that in, you don't need to go against the government because the problem is not really the government the government is people who is the government people that also afraid also they are get they led from the media the media tells them what's going on they try to put a message through the media they try to affect it but the media overall the media tells them what to think yeah so if you don't support media that makes you afraid if there is just one thing that goes on we will not tolerate fear fear no like me too something come up with some kind of a smart line that say no fear no fear like me too no fear no fear no fear no fear we don't want fear what don't tell no don't tell me i will prefer don't tell me the, about what's all the fear theories but yeah. but what if it's dangerous no don't tell me if it's dangerous show me the numbers the true numbers don't tell me there is another 6000 cases of coronavirus because it's a lie because probably there's 600000 cases new and it's good because it's actually reducing the percentage of how dangerous it is So then don't tell me these 60,000 more people uh, with the, that uh, are positive to coronavirus tell me these 60,000 people more actually what it means that there's probably 6 million more people uh, with coronavirus which mean uh, that the death rate is reduced from 0.2% to 0.01%. Well done. That's what actually the story is. Yeah. I'll tell you these 60,000 more Uh, in order to make you afraid but the truth is 60,000 people more is beautiful it's the best thing that happened to us because 60,000 we know this is people that we check because governments are generally useless so they can check only 60,000 but the virus is more able than the government and he is now spread it to 6 million people yeah. 6 million and 200 died Mwah, beautiful because 200 from 6 million is much less percentage than 200 out of 60,000. Yeah. And if you give the the news correctly like that, not in an effort to create fear, don't make the news in an effort to make to create fear, but in an effort to bring about an actual data that someone can do something with that he can think with. Now we're talking about we the people have the power but we don't give power to the governments we give power to the media and you need to be smart enough that when the media give you generalities when they don't give you the full data don't watch that media don't support the media we want data we want data we want data not evaluation we want data and the whole data and not evaluation and anyone that give us evaluation we shoot him not physically shoot him <laughs> shoot him uh, like throw him away yes We don't yeah. want him. So, and by the way, everything I'm telling you, everything I'm telling you have to be done within the law. I'm not suggesting to go against the law. And I'm not saying that as to cover my ass. That's not my purpose. I really think that politicians and the law is there to somehow put people under control when they're afraid. Yes? So I'm not just saying it just don't just to cover my eyes and I actually mean that you should go against the law. No, never do something illegal. Yeah. Within the law you can do everything. Everything you can do within the law everything and it will be effective. But you need to understand what's going on. Well, okay, so there's two things that come out of that. The first one is I I've, I've known you long enough that this isn't the first president that I've known you for and to seeing things and you know our previous president in the US was president obama and his political ideas didn't lean the way i leaned i was more conservative um but during that time you said something to me that kind of changed my point of view because when when it first happened i was not happy yada 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 well you your comment was once he's elected president and he's won 
by the process that's supposed to be there. He's legally elected. Okay, now you support him. And that's yeah. kind of what you're saying here is you support the laws that are there. And whether it because I'm I've seen you saying left, right, it's irrelevant. You support the, you support the government. Why? Because the government is there is representing the country. And I, I would be left or right during the election. Beautiful game. I'm very left. I'm only left. I'm only right. I'm blah, 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 whatever. Once we have a president, it's not important who he is. I will put all my heart to him. Yeah. I will support everything he will do. I will not put anything against him. I will do anything I can do. The only good things that you can do for your group is to support its leader. You know, I, I used to say that um, the best presidents in the universe are the taxi drivers, according to what they say. You go to a taxi driver and he will tell you, I will do this, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. And he wants to teach the, the president what to do, but he cannot balance his checkbook. And 90% of society don't, cannot, they cannot actually manage their own finance and they yeah. want to tell the president what to do. I think that once the president is elected, the only good thing you can do is support him for that period. Now, there is very, very, very rare exceptions. If he's doing something illegal, legally go against that specific action while supporting him as a president. Yeah. Because if you break that one thing, he's the leader, then you don't have a leader and you go nowhere. So you might be right, but you will go nowhere. The You'll only thing that you can do, the only good thing that you can do for your own group is once you have a president, once you have a leader, he's the manager of a company. Forget about the leader. He's the manager. Right now, the only thing you can do is support, support the manager or leave the group. You don't want to leave, the, leave your country. Go to another country, leave the, leave the business, find another business. But if you are in the business, you cannot be a Trojan horse. You cannot, while we are in, while we are in the fight, you're helping us. There will come a time for the election, and then we will be two parties, and we will fight, and it will be one fun game, and I would say that, and you would say that. But the moment that this game finish, you have a president, you support him. Yeah. 100%, it, it, no question asked. It's a different point of view. Like so much of us, we, so many people, and I used to do this myself, would define, well, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat or I'm a Libertarian or I'm a this or I'm a that. But it's like that is literally you're splitting the country into pieces as opposed to saying, I'm a part of this group and I want to see all the groups succeed, not just my little niche of the group. Yeah. Because it's not true that you are left or right or Republican and this. You're American, and now we are going for America. Yeah. Republican, Democratic, and all of these things is only for the period of the election. Yeah. Only. A second after that, even if you are elected to the House or the Senate, a second after that, the only thing that should uh, be in front of your eyes is what good for America not what is more left or what is more right. Not what's good for the party, what's good for America. What's good for the party only during the election. Yeah. Only during the election. The party is not important outside of the election or it's not as important as the government or as the country. The country is number one and second is everything else. And if you don't know that, you will kill your own country. So you might win by giving a lot of headache to the president, but now he needs to handle this headache instead of doing anything. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's my viewpoint. And, and I see that happening again and again and again. I'm not in agreement with the handling of the coronavirus, but I don't go against the president, whatever he decides. I'll go with that. I'll do what he says. I will support him. And within the legal system, I will put my views within what's legal. I'll put my view, but I will not go against the president. I will not go against the government. I will go against the, the media. 
Yes, I'll go against the media because the media is not the government. Media is not the president. I will definitely go against the media because there is they if they are responsible, they will not be so eager to put bad news. You know, good people try to find the good news in anything and to and as much as possible to hide the friend from bad news as much as possible. Yeah. Bad people as much as possible push bad news at you and hide the good news. If you look at the gov- at the media what they do as much as possible they put bad news and hide the good news. Yeah. Which means they're not my friend. They're not my friend. Yeah. The media is not your friend. You have to know that. By the action I I look just by the action yeah. what are they doing? Are they promoting are they trying to give me good news and protect me as much as possible from bad news or are they trying to push as much as possible bad news and to not show me any good news by that i know who they are okay that so we've talked a lot about the media and you've said repeatedly that it, the source isn't important and I, i'm with you on that are are you just the best there ever is at distilling the bs into relevant data and not or are there some places that you're finding better data that you can look at do you do you know what i mean like there you i know the source isn't important but there's so much bs that you have to sift through if you're going to read a newspaper you, or you know or if you're going to go on to cnn.com or whatever website you know what yeah. i mean it's not you don't need to it's the, the how do you know if data is correct or not does it make you afraid does it make you cause or does it make you effect if it makes you effect it's lies if it makes you cause it has good intention and probably it's right the general idea is if someone tell you you are effect you are effect you are effect they're going against the basic truth of the spirit which is i'm cause i know so when someone try to convince you that you are effect you are effect what they try to tell you is you dead you dead you dead but i don't know lately i checked i saw that i'm still alive <laughs> yes so if yeah. someone tell me you are effect you are effect you are effect i know he is lying now yeah. the question is am i going to be stupid and eat the nonsense or i'm going to say no i am cause and it cannot be that i'm so effect it can be that i get a little bit hit here and there but i'm not so effect because yeah. if i was i wouldn't be able even to understand what you say so how do you know if what they tell you is right or wrong just look how much they try to tell you just take anything that they tell you for are they trying to make you a cause or effect they're telling me 3000 people die in a car, in car accidents Okay why why do I need to know that and how how can it be true it cannot be true because there's nothing to compare to 3000 people over how many times in which countries against how many what is the number of population in this country against how many people that was traveled in this period give me some data of comparable magnitude if you're just telling me 3000 people that last year from accidents it's telling me nothing because maybe the number of vehicles that got increased was 300,000 people uh, vehicles just new vehicles so 3000 it's nothing yeah so if they don't give you the full data and you feel that you're afraid you're afraid because they don't give you the full data once they give you the full data even if the data is bad you will be able to do something about it you will be caused and when they give you just a piece of information 3000 people die in 1999 so what what are you trying to tell it's nonsense 3000 says nothing when will it say something when i had the full picture when i have enough data to evaluate is it big is it small uh, what's going on and the full data mean how many people died last year how many people died this year out of how many what is the population how many out of how many vehicles what was the increase in number of vehicles what was the increase in passengers now when i have all of this data you'll see that it's nothing because the year before there was 2900 people that died 
And yes, there was an increase, but the number of vehicles that increased in this year was 150,000 vehicles more. So for 150,000 vehicles more, 100 people more died, that's nothing. Excuse yeah. me. Well, that actually brings up another thing that um, that I've seen UT has become a very key part of my life. And that's like, how do you determine what the right thing to do is in any situation? Because you're saying, well, if only 3,000 people died, but they had added 3 million people, is that a bad thing or is that eh? Like, how do you determine what's right and what's wrong? Okay. So the basic uh, idea that people have to understand that right and wrong is a relative thing. It's right and wrong is a relative thing. What, what's the basic idea? Everyone, everyone on this planet tried to survive, yes? We all try to survive. Survive means to continue over time. Yes. So we can conclude that anything that helped with that basic purpose of continued over time to survive we can call it good. Good is what helps us to continue over time, okay? What helps us to survive. So I can say that in any situation, I need to count, physically count, how many being people and things it, it helps to survive and how many peop being people and things it don't help or destroy. And I do this comparison. And the more destruction there is in relationship to the construction, the worse the situation is. And when it's the opposite, it's really criminal, okay? So if I invent a drug that kills one person and save 10 billion people, it's a good solution. Yeah. It's not a murder of one person, it's a good solution. But if uh, I kill, uh, if I create a drug that saves a billion people that uh, kill a million people, it's still a good solution, but less good. Yes. yes? It's just a comparison. There's no black and white. There's no good or bad. There's only degree of good and degree of bad. And you need to play with that because in this universe, the game is that for every plus, there is minus. Yeah. So if someone wants to find the perfect good solution, good luck, not on this planet, maybe if he will go to the moon and sit there alone. I don't know. Even there, I'm not sure if he will be alone. And that's a different story. <laughs> so what's the right thing to do? Uh, we have uh, the coronavirus. It's a, a new virus. Uh, welcome to Earth. We need to just welcome him nicely, yes. <laughs> it's here. We don't really like you, but you are here, so fine, whatever. <laughs> you are here. So now we're counting. Uh, we have uh, X amount of people that are going to die from the virus uh, if we quarantine. And if we don't quarantine, we'll have Y amount of people that die. And we know that uh, it's not really going to make much difference, but maybe a little bit more people will die. But on the other hand, we will kill so many people, so many businesses will go bankrupt, so many lives will be destroyed. So many people will be destroyed mentally. So many people will die from heart attack, high blood pressure, and all those diseases that has to do with mental pressure. And you will see that the, situ that the solution that seems I'm saving 10,000 people as a good solution is actually a very bad solution. Because if you start to count how many people die from the financial pressure? How many people die from the stress? How many people die from losing their businesses? How many, how much pain you created and how much debt you created and how much people die from that, physically die? You will see that the solution of quarantining and closing businesses and saving 10,000 people or even 100,000 people or even a million people it's not worth it. And the truth is, and the, even the worst is that the truth is that if you look at the World Health Organization documentation, you will understand that you didn't save really any significant number of people because the number of people that die from Corona worldwide, actually from Corona, is not more than 100,000 people, even if I stretch it. Yeah. Not more than 100,000 people, even if I stretch it. My heart is 
crying and aching for each one of those because each one of this person is a whole family and it's mm-hmm. it's not a thousand people that suffering it's probably 10 million people that suffering yeah but it's better than 10 billion people that suffer and that's it it's it sounds almost cold but it's true that's the only way to survive in this rough planet this planet is rough and you have to act according to this basic understanding because otherwise you will not you, you will not survive okay that's amazing information thank you very much for it i have uh my son asked me to ask you two questions so okay. I, i'm willing okay. to know other questions from people if they next time i interview mary if you uh, message me uh in facebook I'll be happy to ask those questions as well. But LJ wanted to know, what have you been saving back to teach your students that you haven't quite gotten to yet? And can he have the slides? <laughs> I don't know where he got that last part from at all. I'm not yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. So what I'm saving is uh, the next thing that I'm going to teach in the... Um, inner circle is um, uh, more about um, universes mm. and the possibility of other beings and are we alone on this planet and how can a person find by himself not because he saw a UFO uh, are we alone here is there a way to actually know by yourself what's actually going on on this planet and uh, why different countries fighting with each other and there's some very fascinating thing and slides no (laughs) (laughs) i love lj you know but slides mm -mm. i understand i understand very much so um so we started off this conversation. I said I had some amazing wins from your last uh, yoga class that you had done. I know you've got the link here at the bottom for visiting www.mareezra.com forward slash yoga to sign up. You've got part three that's coming up on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Is that correct, Mare? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. South Africa, uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Israel. And um, it's it's promote and we're promoting it as yoga or the secret part to you, the lost art of yoga sutras. And really what it is, is a way for you. What I'm going to teach in these classes, I'm teaching some basic truths, but the purpose of these classes is for you to learn how you can recover knowledge that you used to have. And you don't have right now yes yeah. uh, and in that case i'm teaching about how to recover the knowledge of the yoga sutras but it's but it's actually how to recover any knowledge yeah. any knowledge how can you simply know how come someone is born and all of a sudden by the age of three he can play piano how come that someone is born and all of a sudden he know electronics i was born at the age of three and I knew electronic. I actually knew electronic and I started to fix radio, started to build the uh, amplifiers and things like that, which were from. I know about the child that uh, born in some uh, uh, village in Israel, uh, a village uh, of Druze. They speak Arabic. There's no one there that speaks English. The child started to speak as a child, as a baby, English with a... a uh, English accent, not American accent, heavy English accents, <laughs> excellent English. He cannot speak Arabic yet. He, he's having a broken Arabic, but English, perfect English. How come? Where is it coming from? Yeah. And lots of other things like that. So, so you will learn where is it coming from and what can you do to tap into this secret power that every one of us have. And that's the Yoga Sutras, and, and it is, it's, it's amazing. Already people have 
wow wins. Yes. Like if you go to Facebook or you'll see the wins are like out of this world. And we are only in the introduction. We, we didn't even start. I'm still in the introduction. It's lesson number two. And I'm still in the welcome part because there's so much, uh, so much fake reality. Fake reality is a piece of information you are 100% sure is true. But when you use it, it doesn't bring the expected results. So the, I need to, first of all, show you how to spot your own fake realities and remove them. And then you can do what you need to do. Yeah. So that's the story of the secret path to you, the lost art of the Yoga Sutras. I, I'm not a huge yoga guy to begin with. I will tell you the webinars have been incredible. Just absolutely. It's, you are able to deliver content and no matter if somebody's brand new to you or if they're a wizened vet that's been with you for seven, eight years, we all see things that we recognize some of those fake realities and they vanish, they move, they are gone and we're more ourselves. And it's really amazing and wonderful. And I can't highly recommend what you're doing enough to others. And tip of the cap to you, good sir. You're just the best. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And thank you for everyone that will watch it. And if you have any questions to ask me, you can uh, uh, just send me a private message on Instagram. Uh, so Mayor Ezra official uh, on Instagram. And um, I I'm always answering. Always. You will always get an answer. Um, anything that you need, anything, any problems that you have, any questions that you have, ask me and I will help you. Uh, I don't promise you that uh, it will be uh, what you want, but I do promise you it will be what you need. So see you on Sunday, 3 p.m. at the Yoga Sutras. I wish it was the yoga, how, do I, how does it call it? Kama Sutras, yes, it should have been. Kama Sutras. <laughs> that's the next one that's the next, that's next one. okay thank you john thank you very much and thank you Kapil. thank you uh, amit and uh, swapna for helping setting it up thank you for shamaya for being the uh, conductor of the holding in the background and gali for helping me and for you john and for everyone that watched thank you thank you thank you bye-bye bye-bye love you love you